Hey everyone, thanks for uh, checking out our latest podcast. It's Chris and Tyler, and we are um, excited to talk about our family life once again. And um, when it comes to ministry, we're going to probably share more about the kind of student that we have been learning that God is um, calling us to at UNC Charlotte. Uh, So hope you enjoy. So Chris, how are the Barons? Barons are doing great. Elliot is still two. Lydia is seven months. Um, Let me try to figure out a story. Um, <laughs> about the both of them to just give a better picture of who, who we're dealing with. <laughs> we're dealing with. Um, <laughs> yeah, what kind of what kind of baby are you dealing with? Well, the, this is it's funny because the baby Lydia is opposite of Elliot because she is like always happy. She's never crying. Mm. Um, I can't tell you enough how hard it was when Elliot was a baby. Still, kind of now sometimes too. Every time he wakes up, either from a nap or from sleeping over the night, always just cries. Cries until we pick him up and then maybe five minutes or up to like 20 minutes later, still cries. Really? Lydia never does that. 20 minutes, he's still crying. Well, sometimes it's sometimes you have to like, how did he wake up? And then seeing how he wakes up in the monitor, we have to like, okay, you have to set up the house because for the 20, next 20 minutes, he could be crying and be very like particular about things. That sucks. Sorry, Elliot, if, you hear about, if you're hearing this like 20 years from now. Actually, I'm not sorry. You should be hearing this. Um, it's real life. It is real life. <laughs> but Lydia is the exact opposite. She's just like, smile, coos, like so happy That's to nice. see you. But now I think Elliot is realizing more attention is going to Lydia. He's been really like almost violent <laughs> towards Lydia. So we're navigating that now. So he like likes to push her over. Mm. I, introduce, I introduce wrestling to them. So wrestling is just like us like holding onto each other and rolling. Right. So now Elliot grabs onto Lydia yeah, and rolls. Yeah, of course. I can get yeah. it. Yeah. That's not his fault. Yeah. It is not his fault. <laughs> He's just modeled what he knows. He does what he modeled. Anyways. Uh, Megan's good. She's going back to work. She, I feel like, is finally getting her feet underneath her, getting clients in. and So yeah, we're doing well. How about you guys? Yeah. Nothing crazy to report on. Everybody's sleeping. Um, everybody is eating. Liam is obsessed with all fruit. Oh, that's he, cool. He could eat fruit. I think he could eat fruit all day long and not stop. That's a good thing. So, yeah, it's better than, I don't know, candy, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, Liam's good. He'll be 10 months in a few days. And, yeah, Lucas is doing really well. Two, nothing. Yeah, all good reports from the doctor's office when they go. So, that's good. yeah, nothing crazy to report on. Lauren's doing really good as well. So... Uh, on the family front, family front, not too much has has changed. So looking forward to the summer. Yes, same. I mean, it's been quality time, and just yeah, just hang out, go to the parks whenever we want to. Yeah. So looking forward to a few summer months of less ministry work and yeah, more family more time. More family time, yeah. yeah. So one of the biggest themes that we've uh, been seeing this semester is the kind of student um, that God is um, sending us to. We've mm-hmm. we spent a whole semester of really leaning into this type of student, of working with them, building relationships with them, meeting with them consistently. Uh, and, and we feel like we've kind of, 
we're in a really good place when it comes to knowing the kind of person that God's calling us to work with. Yeah. So Chris, how, how would you describe that kind of student this, to somebody that doesn't really know anything about what we're talking about? Well, <clears throat> I want to back up again. And um, I think we've talked about this before, but the type of student we primarily work with now, um, I don't think we necessarily were like targeting from the beginning. I no, think it was um, we were always trying to really ask the question like like who is on campus and where is God's spirit really moving in um, so I think the way that impact is set up now it's really not geared towards Christians looking for Christian fellowship and activities right. um, there are other ministries and churches that do that really well um, but that is not primarily what we're trying to do on campus. Um, so after that, we were trying to figure out, okay, so what kind of student um, would be interested in what we're doing? What we're doing is just asking the question, like, can we graduate people who identify as disciples of Jesus that have a desire to love God authentically and love others genuinely? That looks like they have good, healthy spiritual rhythms and they feel like they can like share the gospel in very natural, mm-hmm. organic ways, um, and then the, help their friends and also. Help, do the right. Same thing. So they're not reliant on a singular pastor mm-hmm. or a Christian organization. Yeah. That they also feel like the Spirit has empowered and equipped them. And all we want to do is give them the tools to show them, like, hey, this is this is how God has called you called you to, and this is how you can start doing it. Right. Right. So that's the kind of student we were looking for. And yeah, we, I think we came down to a place, um, whittled away um, through trial and error. Finally, we got the sign that said, you know, why did you stop going to church? And that really is our target audience. Yeah. So it's, it's students who would see that sign um, relate to the fact that they probably stopped going to church but would recognize as probably Christians saying it, right? So people who are have still some like curiosity of what my what is my faith about now, but also like they're saying they're cool with me saying admitting that I stopped going to church. Yes. Um. So that is mostly who we work with now, and I think yeah, that just to set it up a little bit. Um. And I think. We really love it <laughs> because it starts very, very naturally. Like the relationship, right? They're not looking for to get plugged into anything. Actually, they do. But I think they're so wired in Christian ways that they're still kind of saying like, when do you guys meet? Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's usually one of the first questions. Mm-hmm. And then we always have to respond like, well, we don't. What we do is like meet with students who want to hear your story. Tell me more about your story. Right? And then we get the number and start meeting with them. And then they realize, oh... These guys are serious about just having a conversation, um, and then we show reframe a gospel that again I think we've said this like it's not necessarily brand new information, but it is sometimes um, it is that yeah I sometimes can't go I go is. back and forth I think it's half and half I think you're right because uh, I That's think a good what, point. what you were about to say yes. was like yes finish okay, my they, sentence they've they've Sorry. heard they've heard 
good news before, right? There, that, yes. that, that Jesus died on the cross. Yes. He saved you from yes, your that's sins. Right. That's right. That's and right. now you, the gift of God is eternal life. Yes. Right? They, they have those words in their head. Yes. The majority of them do. Some some say that they are Christian. They've never even heard that before. They just went to church a few times, but they have this the all these assumptions of what Christianity is, right? Yeah. So a lot of students, they have that that framework of like eternal life. Yeah. But what we do is say, okay, let's start from basically page one, not yeah. of the Bible, but like of the gospel. Yeah. And why is that our gift? Right. That's the thing. I don't think they have ever experienced before. Yes, they can't they can't tell you how it's like it's not meaningful, but like it, beside it just being like talking points or like something to memorize right. of like I'm a Christian because Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Right. But why did he do that? Right. Like what are the outcomes of that? Like and how how does that affect your daily life and how you see God, right? And, that, and that's the stuff that we kind of bring up to them that they are like, "Oh, what you're yeah. saying then, like, because we really lean into the grace, the fact that you don't have to do anything to earn it. Um, and that is just so hard for students mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. like, understand grace is um, God not asking for anything in return, right? Because he said, I paid the whole debt for you. Correct. Now just, like, what does it look like for you to live with me? Mm -hmm. I'm knowing this is how much I love you, right? So that starts reframing how they see God and see others like this. We're still into obedience, but like, why are you obeying, right? Are you obeying to earn favor with God? No, like that means that God didn't do enough on the cross, right? So it's, it's from a completely different starting place. And it's just so, I think we both love it, right? One of the, one of the tells is either people start crying when they see this stuff, or they say, let me take a picture of this, yep. right? That, and I think that is majority of the time that we share yep. the gospel with people um, who are interested in, in what we're doing. Yeah. So, go, so going back to yeah. that type of student, because yes. there's, there's, you can't, we can't just put everybody in a box and say yes. everybody's this or everybody's that, right? But I think at the, at the heart of it, there, there's a, there's a type of student that is extremely curious. Yes. Right, and open to conversation in the right space because there's plenty of conversations happening on campus that turn into arguments yes when people start sharing their different opinions and i think that's a very that's a defining characteristic of this generation yes that right like i'm not going to bring in my opinion unless i know it's going to be accepted sure yeah right but here like we hopefully are setting up conversations right around an actual table with three or four people yeah. and just say, okay, hey, what's your story? Tell me your experience. What yeah. do you think? What do you believe yeah. in? We receive that and say, okay, we hear that. Let us tell you more about what we do. Yeah. But it's all—it's always underneath this umbrella of like legitimate curiosity from the student side yeah. and I think from our side as well. Because yes. they yes. are really good at sensing out yeah, in, inauthenticity yes. of somebody, yeah. like somebody just trying to get something out of them or yes. sign up for something. And again, that's not we're not that's not even right. close to what we're doing. Right. Um, but it really does come down to: is the student actually curious? They have to be curious and like not really about Christianity. I don't think that's what do you mean? That's a sticking point. I don't think it's 
I think they're interested. They're more curious in like, why are these guys oh, right, right. asking these kinds the of message questions? Of, yeah. Like, why are why are they the ones asking people why they stopped going to church? Right. Instead of right. instead of like, oh, you don't go to church. Well, here's here's this thing that you can come right. to. Right. I think that's a that's a major. I don't know. That's true because that's, that's it's, a, not, it's a win. In, it's not overtly Christian. Our sign isn't overtly Christian. It's not Christian um, at all. But we've had people who like, we were talking to this girl. We were, I think we we're trying to remember how she, we she met us, and she said that she saw our sign, went to class, <laughs> like I think was there like five minutes early, and was thinking about our sign still, and was yeah. like, oh, I need to go and talk yeah. to them real quick. So she left yeah. the classroom and talked to us, and then we got her number that way and hung yeah. up with her. Right. And there's other times where like a guy, this other guy, like saw the sign, was having a conversation with a friend, did a double take, like walked with a friend to like the bus station. Then he came back to us yeah. and they had a conversation. Yeah, because yeah, I think there is this like, wait, where are these guys up to? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that didn't look like everything else I see on That's campus, right. Yeah. right? And so it takes time. So yeah, I think at the very at the heart of it, these these students are curious, but they've also had like this. There's something inside of them that cannot just walk away from God. Because a lot of people yes. have had yes. a religious right. or Christian right. experience. They grew up going to church either the whole life or a few times sprinkled in, like in high school, you know, or like they went to youth yeah. group. And they get to college and they're like, mm, I guess I guess I'm done, right? Yeah. But for whatever reason, like the spirit is still working inside of them and they just can't like fully walk away. Yes, but they're also the same, right, so, but at the same time, they're not in the place to, like, first thing I need to do when I get to college, look right. for a campus ministry or church. Right. Right, so they're this in-between. Yeah. Of, yeah, they're not walking away, but they're also, like, it's not exactly, like, the first thing they're thinking about. Right. Um, yeah. And I think, yes. Yeah, so if we're starting from a place of everyone that we meet is, has this general curiosity, right, um, there's also like they're either Christians or they're really doubting. Mm -hmm. Like they would almost say, I don't know if I'm Christian or not. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's the two places we really start from. Um, but both coming from some sort of religious experience, yeah. past ex religious experience. Yeah. Um, and usually it's if they're Christian, they cannot really give you a clear explanation what makes them Christian. Right. I mean, I think that's what we love to do is kind of challenge them <laughs> yeah. um, on their like, so what makes you Christian? Mm -hmm. Right. And then they'll go through these things and like, okay, we'll keep asking why, but why, but why? Then we'll finally say what trips them up the most is we just ask them, hey, if your friend came up to you and said, hey, Chris, like, I hear you're Christian. How can I be a Christian? How would you respond? Right. Blank stare. <laughs> right. They actually don't know. Like, great. And there's nothing wrong. We're not trying to tell you you're not Christian. Right. But, like, let's just work through what your beliefs are. Yeah. Um, and then the other person who isn't a Christian, I think we're just trying to tell them, like, hey, God isn't. Like, God actually wants this relationship. Like, here's, that's an easier sell for us. Because, um, I mean, our understanding, right, it, it, it's just good news what God, God wants to be in a relationship with us. Um, but we don't water it down to make it all about good news for them. Right? We're not catering good news towards them, but like we're showing them like who God is in the Bible and what has the the core message of the gospel actually is, right? And right. it's this invitation to experience Him through grace. But 
Yeah. So these, that's like where we start, and that's kind of like the what these students yeah. are like. Yeah. So and so a lot of the conversations this semester, because we've met quite a few new people through that one specific sign, right? Yes. And so so the conversations have been really like all over the place. Yes. From like somebody who literally told us like because of who they are, God can't love them. Yes. Right. To somebody who is. We hang out with uh, somebody who is heavily involved in another campus ministry. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, like the conversations we have, like we've been able to equip him yeah. with tools to share the gospel and disciple like his, his friends. So yeah. the conversations have, are just all across the spectrum. Yeah. So. For example, like the stories we have in our newsletter, um, Jared, he grew up Christian um, had a pretty good church experience. He, I don't think he, yeah. no real, nothing bad. Major complaints. It's great. He yeah. says he loves his family. He says his family's great. Yeah. Um, but COVID, combination of COVID and just him arriving to college, literally just stopped going to church. Yeah. Like I don't think he ever said I'm no longer a Christian or no. had any ill feelings towards Christianity. No. But for whatever reason, he just stopped going to church, and that has to be. And statistically, that is like <laughs> one out of every three students or yeah. two every two out of every three students i forgot the stats it's a pretty big number it's either right? a that, really big number yes. or a big number yes yeah <laughs> significant either way right yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think that's literally just a life change happens and they yep. may just stop going to church and then eventually just never get back into it yeah um that's the trend we see so it's that's the math <laughs> um you don't have and to prove yourself. I'm just saying, I think it's just, I don't think people realize, yeah. uh, I hate saying this, how important our jobs are. Just to be <laughs> present on campus yeah. for people like Jared, who like just might, he's not actively looking for a campus ministry church, but just our presence on campus caught him on the right day at the right time through like, you know, the Holy Spirit. Um, it's actually Joseph. We use the, the name Joseph in the newsletter. That's, that's funny because Joseph and Jared are not his real name. Yeah. It's a code name. Yeah, so anyway, now we're using so, two different so names. Now, yes, Joseph. <laughs> we actually we actually told them his name should be in the newsletter, and then we're like, you gotta choose your pseudonym. And he went with Joseph. So <laughs> and anyways. Anyway. Um so Joseph um came up to our sign, we hung out with him, we heard more we gotta hear more of a story. Um and we did the thing he he identifies a Christian and we kind of challenged him on like what makes you Christian, and we shared this new, new way to see the gospel, and he loved it. He absolutely loved it. He he and he was like, wow, this is like this is nothing new, but this is something very different. Um, yeah, yeah. I think he, those first few conversations with him are yes about getting to know him more, but I think it was it was more about. Um, for the very first time, student, like, can can we help you see visually? Can we give you a tool to help you see what you what you believe in, what you really yeah. do believe yeah, in? Yeah. Which I think the result of of that is actually them believing in something different. Yes, I 100%. think I think that's the reality of see, it. It's it's hard. It's hard to say like who is now a Christian because of us, right? Right. But the majority of the people we are meeting with now. Um, I, I do believe their faith is 
different because yeah. of the the way that we're able to reintroduce the gospel. Yeah. So it's not like they weren't Christian before. I don't we don't really care about that statistic. No. No. Um, either way though, like their trajectory of like where they were going because of the God that they believed in yeah. changed because we showed them a more biblical view of who God actually is. And it's and it's we, we can draw it out, yes. like we can have a conversation yes. about it. I just don't think that that's happening a lot. Yes. Right? And so when and when it does happen, it is very much it's a shock to the system. It is good news, right? But it, it takes like these, it takes weeks to kind of process yes. this new paradigm shift yes. with students. Yes. Because I think in my head, like I would love to be like, okay, here it is. You're going to believe in this. And now like we're going down this yeah. different road. Yeah. I just don't think that's the reality. Yes. With this kind of that's person, right. there's so much that we... Untangling. We, we get to work through. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you can use the word deconstruction or untangle or unbundle, whatever word it is, yeah. right? It's just like working through the crap yeah. that they have in their head. And nobody really gave them these, like, these lies that they believe in. They just kind of, yes. they just collect because of social media, we, yes. their age, like, their culture, the, the, their house, what they grow up with. Yes. Like, it's just a lot of stuff. And I think what we're really good at is asking the the so what's below that that kind of question mm. so you say you believe this okay what do you actually mean, mean by that we we tell people i think joseph's great because we had to do the first like three weeks of like you're not allowed to say any christiany lingo oh my gosh because every still, time still telling him yeah to and every that. time he did we say what does that mean yes like i'm on fire for god and like oh what? What? that's great what does that mean <laughs> yes you know and then he the to a point of like, i actually don't know what it means right. right because you say these words which mean nothing Right, or it can mean, almost mean anything, which means it means nothing. And it, and and I guess maybe to an outsider that would not seem like too big of a deal, but the reality is like there are a lot of phrases that we all believe in, especially these students, that they they've heard their entire yes. life. They've never heard though like an actual definition. Like grace, they don't they, they don't they yeah. don't know like how to connect. Yes, that that word or phrase to the Bible. Yes. And so they're just making stuff up in their head. Yes. That's it. Yes. And they can, they are still a Christian, right? Yes. They are still yes. saved. Yes. But it, it drastically affects how they think about God, yes. who they think he is, who, who they believe yes. they are, right? And how they see the people around them. It's yes. all very, very interconnected. Yes. So it, it, it might be a minor detail to some people, but for us, it's, very like, important. it's one of the starting places yes. that we have, like we yes. have to get on the same page. Yeah. If they're willing to open up like this, can we just like, can we say that this is the gospel yeah. and we're going to give you a choice to either say, I like that, that's really good news, or that's fine, and, and, that, and that's okay too. Yes, because I want to circle back to Joseph, because the other story is we, we presented the gospel to, what's her code name? What's her code name? Kelly? Yeah, it might be Kelly. Yeah, Kelly, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we presented the gospel to her and she, she grew up Christian had a bad traumatic experience mm-hmm. for something that we're not going to discuss over here. Um, but um, she, we shared the gospel again and she was like, I, but why would God love me? Yeah. Like, I don't understand this concept of grace. I, she was like, I'm, I'm rejecting that this is how God yes. actually sees me. Yeah, very and verbal about For that. us, yeah. it literally, I remember... I was so like yeah, you. You took it the hardest. I did. I was like, "What do you mean? Like, no, this is good news. Yeah, how can this not be good news? Yeah, how to is you? this not good news to you?" And I started like, "Wait, is this good news? Yeah. Like, how is this not good news?" 
Um, but it really made my faith grow because of like her challenging, yeah. not challenging in a way, but she's saying like, I don't know if I believe this because God doesn't work this way. Um, yeah. Cause her, her main hangup was how can God love me when, when I think I'm unlovable? Yes. Right. And so yes. the gospel, all it's doing is making me, is making me is giving me the ability to be loved by God. Like the yes. gospel is fixing me so that get, then God can love yes. me. Right? And we're like, yes. no. Yes. Not it. While but that, we were still sinners, right. Christ died for us. Yes. yes. And that was, she. it It took her, it took, yes. it took her a couple months. Yes. Right? Yes. But if we, we can go back to... But, but I think the, the, the key is to get them to a point where they can actually clearly see like, the whole like like all biblical truth through the lens of the gospel yeah. right then things start making sense and click in place yeah but they have almost has to be um boiled down to like where the gospel starts right um i don't know is that right i think that's right i'm, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm, you don't have to be right it's i don't okay. have to be right because there's 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 the gospel can also be very complex and it people is. are complex it, and starting from different places correct um but i think it yeah, I think there's so much, like, information, though. Yeah. It's good to start from this place. Because, like, Josh, we got into this place, like, this is it's loving God, loving others. And this is the gospel where, like, like, God chose to love us when we were unlovable, right? So that he could be with us, right? So that is what it is. Um, like, that's what we're seeing through all... We're, we're reading all these stories in the Bible through that lens. Um, but now what we can do is say, Josh... Who can you share this with? Um, and we've made it so it's a digestible, reproducible, simple tool. And I think after the second week of meeting, we asked him to do five, list five names, and he like shared. We were shocked that he did it. Mm -hmm. I think all five people he shared, and it was, yeah, you know, we're like, great, dude, that was awesome. And it didn't all go his way, um, but he was able to do it. And I think people, but people never really asked him to do that before. No. I want to talk about this. Okay. I, um, another characteristic of this kind of people group that we're working with, because I think the question is, why can't we do what we do with like a hundred people? Mm. Why can't we just present, in a room. present the gospel like at one time with a lot of people in the room? Yeah. What we are seeing and literally hearing from students is that they value this two extremely it's like a one-on-one -on -one conversation they yeah. value that so much more than going to an event yeah we um, talk that yes to, because there's there's no it's not even that there's no conversation right there's no relationship because we we have we have a student that we, that we hang out with every week and he's he's part of a church he's part of a campus ministry he's got a small group but like he still wants to hang out with just yeah. us, yeah. Chris and I. And there, I think there, in this, gener in this generation, there is a real lack of authentic, just one-on-one, two-on-one relationships. Yeah. Where they can be completely honest. They don't feel threatened. They don't feel like they have to get it right. It's okay to mess up. Yeah. That kind of atmosphere just does not exist. I don't think it exists with their friends and especially from their perspective, I don't think they think that they can have that with a pastor 
a minister, a minister, yeah. a professional Christian, whatever it is. So when we kind of present ourselves as like these professional Christians who legitimately we just want to hear your story. Yeah. That's I think that like that breaks down so many barriers. The walls come down so quickly, and they just want to get to know me. Yeah, like I think that's a that's a massive. It just opens up a, an an amazing door. Yes, to start these kinds of challenging yes. conversations, yes. like you're saying, right? So because I think yeah. what it turns out to be these people then can have, they can do that to their friends, right? That's what we're talking about. Yes. Like, and that is valued and not really seen in the culture today, it's not. right? But we're telling like, hey, if you really enjoy this conversation, you can do this with your friends. Um, yeah. And there's there's a few who are trying to do that. Not <laughs> yes. everyone wants to do it. And that's yeah. okay. And I think that's if they never do that on campus, that's okay. But okay. at least we told them like, hey, this is how God sees you and how God has equipped yeah. you. And this is like, this yeah. is the calling for every Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think what we're modeling for them is extremely, it's obviously relational. But it's also like, how can I not do this? Like, yeah. All they did was just like throw up a sign, yeah. You know, and just started, just wanted to hear my story. And they don't even throw, they don't have to throw up a sign because we're not asking students to start doing what we do, right? To meet new people. Yeah. We're just like, who's in your life? Yeah. Then ask who's them your like, best friend. Ask them a question like, hey, what are your thoughts on God? Right. This is mine. Right. Religion versus relationship. What do you think about this? Yeah. That's how you open the conversation. That's it. Yeah. And then if they are more interested, continue having the conversation. If they're not. That's okay. You're still their friend. Right. Just keep being their friend. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a lot of a lot of this semester has been these really like amazing conversations where we we really do see the light bulb switch on or switch off yeah. for certain things and like yeah. people's postures and demeanors are changing right in front of us just by like presenting like a very very simple yeah. gospel tool yes. right because because what we're doing we always say like. We are not trying to make you followers of us. Yes. Right? We just want to introduce you yes. to Jesus and yes. give you opportunity to say, oh, this is somebody, not even just something. This yeah. is somebody that I, I want to know more about and to follow. Yes. We just want to give yes. people the opportunity. That's why after the gospel presentation, we literally just showed stories of Jesus yeah. to back it up. Right? Yeah. We're not making this up. This is who like Jesus hung out with and this is what he said and this is what he believed yeah. so like, it's all right here already it's not new information yeah. and you can be part of another campus ministry you can yeah. go to 20 churches it does not matter but when you're on campus and you want to hang out with us this is like this is our goal yeah. this is our posture yeah. and I think that's again that's just for a lot of students that has never existed in their life yes. We are so thankful for our financial and prayer supporters that really did get us through this semester. It's really only because of you guys um, being generous with your time and your money and your mental capacity that Chris and I can really only do this. Um, and so from the bottom of our hearts, we are so, so thankful for each and every one of our supporters. Um, and if you are interested in the tools that we use and more interested in the conversations that we have, please reach out to us. We would love to to hang out, grab a coffee, or do it over Zoom or FaceTime. Um, we'd love to share more about um, yeah the tools the tools that we use and um, be on the lookout for a supporter survey. Uh, we'll probably send that out on Monday the second. I think Monday yeah, is second. the second. Um, 
just asking asking you guys how we can best effectively communicate um, what you guys are most interested in. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. <laughs>